With its active and diverse media community, France rarely makes headlines when it comes to violating journalists' rights. But deepening issues, such as the role of France's police force in society, are starting to take a toll on media freedom in the country. This was shown most recently by the 39-hour arrest of French journalist Ariane Lefrieux, who reported on the alleged complicity of the French government in the bombing of civilians as part of a special forces operation in Egypt, given the codename of Opération Syrie. Issues with journalists' safety, however, do not end there. In the spring, France saw a series of mass, at times violent, protests against unpopular intervention reform promoted by French President Emmanuel Macron. At marches, journalists were physically attacked on several occasions, including mainly by police forces. Trust in media, as measured by regular nationwide opinion polls, is also eroding, in a context of increasing social tensions and political polarization. The role of the police in society is highly contested, with some accusing security forces of unnecessary violence and abuse of power while others defend its right to protect citizens, including through the use of physical and, at times, even lethal violence. In this context, the government, led by President Emmanuel Macron, regularly underlines its commitment to protect media freedom, often referring to France as the country of human rights, as the country was the first to adopt the Declaration of Human Rights under the French Revolution, which then inspired the United Nations' Universal Declaration of Human Rights. However, President Macron has also repeatedly made clear that citizens owe respect towards the country's institutions, its army and its police force, and that this topic is not to be put into question. Certainly, arbitrating between national security concerns and the freedom of the press is not an easy task for any government. However, critics say that the administration under President Macron is increasingly opting for the first instead of the second. The most recent example of this choice, it could be said, is the arrest of French investigative journalist Ariane Navrier. On September 19th, police raided Lavrieux's home in Marseille, confiscating equipment and ultimately placing her under arrest. Under French law, police may detain anyone for up to 48 hours without pressing charges, thanks to which security forces were able to hold the journalist behind bars for a total of 39 hours. Prosecutors suspected her of having disseminated defense secrets through an investigation on French special operations in Egypt, which was published in 2021. You are listening to the latest episode of the MFRR in Focus, a podcast by the Media Freedom Rapid Response, which is also known as MFRR, and is a consortium of press freedom organizations from across Europe. In this episode, we're giving the stage to France. I'm your host, Carol Wuchka, Europe Monitoring and Advocacy Officer at the International Press Institute, which is also known as IPI and is a partner of the MFRR. Today, we're looking at the recent arrest of French investigative journalist Ariane Nefrieux and on what this says about the standards of protection of sources in France. To discuss this issue, I'm joined by Mathias Destal, co-founder and editor-in-chief of Disclose, a non-profit investigative media for which Ariane Lavrieux published the story which led to her arrest. To start off, could you tell us a bit more on the background of the story that Ariane was arrested for? Um, so Ariane Lavrieux uh, is a journalist uh, for Disclose since uh, several years. Uh, investigating on uh, uh, military affairs 
and uh, arms deal. Uh, it's a, it's an issue the, that we think it's very important to to inform uh, on and to investigate on because uh, um, it's covered by the the secret uh, and uh, the the democracy debate the, 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 the democracy and the public debate needs to have information about this this topic. So uh, Ariane uh, wrote. Uh, with uh, other journalists from Disclose, uh, several uh, investigation stories uh, about arm deals, and one of these was uh, in uh, about the uh, secret cooperation between Egypt and France. Um, we disclosed um, a, a French military secret operation called Shirley uh, Operation Shirley, uh, which uh, is uh, on. The, uh, the 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 objective the mission was to inform the military the Egyptian military forces about uh, uh, traffickers uh, going through the, the the borders between Libya and, and Egypt. But the the mission was uh, uh, used for another thing that was uh, no sorry the mission was used at the, at the beginning the mission was. Uh, informed the military Egyptian military forces about uh, potential jihadists coming from Libya that was the the, the purpose of the mission operation Sani but uh, uh, very quickly at the beginning in in 2016 uh, the mission was used by the Egyptian forces to to target um, traffickers or civilians and nothing to to see with a uh, with a uh, terrorism or uh, jihadism. We understand that Ariane received documents that showed that this was happening. What did the prosecutors accuse her of? Okay, the, the prosecutors now are accusing Ariane Labrieux uh, of a violation of the, uh, the military secrets uh, uh, or the violation of defense secrecy. I mean, uh, uh, in law, in France, if you get information uh, classified, um, you can be pursued for this uh, this uh, violation of defense secrecy, and it's nothing to do with the uh, freedom of press and with uh, the right of press in France. Yes, another. So in France, uh, not it's not the person who uh, shares the secret, but also the person who receives it, which is also punished for. Exactly, all the person we who have. Uh, 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 information about the the secret or detain uh, uh, information, not just the, the 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 paper, but information, and mm. that they and put it in the public debate would okay. be So in France, if, if somebody like receives a public secret, uh, I mean a state secret, they're expected to just do nothing with it, and even as a journalist, they're not allowed to publish. That's the the core of the problem for us. It's okay. that. Uh, the 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 secret the secret defense the defense secrecy is very very large now in France you can put the 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 the, the secret on uh, very large uh, kind of in papers and information and if there is this tampon I mean the the yes. secret the defense um, you you are in theory not allowed to speak about it. So it's a huge, huge, huge secret and so a huge problem for democracy and public debate. Mm. So any defense-related topics, anything linked to national security can be said as, as like defense-related and violating this secret is 
is exactly for instance we we published also uh, uh, information of the arms deal uh, basic arms deal between france and egypt or between france and russia and these basic things were telling uh, the the name of uh, uh, arms uh, deal deals or the the name of the products we 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 sold to uh, russia or egypt are uh, with this this uh, secret defense uh, protection but there is nothing to do uh, i mean with the national security um we don't put in danger a uh, military and uh, officer or military or military as in in uh, in uh, in the in the ground is just about uh deals and uh, commercial deals so so this case you were also uh disclosed was also targeted by authorities in france because of this case of uh, weapons deals can you tell us more about this uh, case? Uh, what, what happened here? Um, disclose since we 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 launched disclose in two thousand uh, in two thousand eighteen, we have been um, uh, 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 convocated by uh, the DGSI, the public um, yeah. the French uh, police intelligence, uh, five times. Uh, I am it's one of this uh, uh, convocation. I I've been. Uh, Convocated by uh, the DGSC one times, and with my uh, colleague uh, Geoffrey Liverzi and another uh, colleague Michel Desprat, uh, and it was about the the the, the arms deal we we we, see, we signed with um, Saudi Arabia uh, and the uh, weapons used in the war in Yemen and used against civilians, and we we show with uh, documents secret documents. That uh, which kind of arms was used, like um, uh, airplanes and uh, a lot of other other weapons, and it was very an important investigation uh, published in 2019 because uh, the French government never uh, confirmed that they say they sold. Um, uh, this kind of uh, equipment to Saudi Arabia and equipment was used in the in the, in the one of the worst war in the world. Yeah, um, I wanted to ask because this is still, I understand you had previous cases like this, but um, it's not common in France for journalists to be arrested, detained and put in garde vue as they say it in France. Uh, this was the first time in many years. So why, why this time it happened like this? What, what do you think? Is this exceptional or is it? Uh... Yeah, it's it's kind of exceptional, and that's why there is a mobilization in France. Why we are fighting uh, this, uh, in this in this uh, in this case uh, in particular because uh, it shows an, ex- an escalation of attacks uh, of the press in France against press in France using uh, special special services uh, from the the the, the, the police while. Uh, used to to investigate on uh, terrorism and counterterrorism, and now there is a, a kind of new evolution. Uh, uh, government it seems to be okay because they don't they don't speak now. We we are waiting for a, 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 a clear um, explanation uh, from our government about what is happening uh, because it's now more and more used to be okay to um, investigate uh, in this type of case and uh, with these with tools that we don't 
really know which tools they use, but we know if on the, the case of Ryan and Riot that the policemen came with uh, uh, cyber surveillance tools with cyber uh, um, uh, software to to search on a, a computer, laptop, and a cell phone, and that's very new and very very uh, thought, and we are worrying about this. So, so this this is something the um, they they. Ariane was informed of during her during her arrest, right? Yeah, during uh, the police raid uh, in in her apartment, okay. they 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 spend like nine hours in her in her apartments in Marseille, and one of the 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 the, the, the goal, the aim of the, this raid was to uh, find information about our sources, of course, how we work, and also to go inside of our computer to find uh, elements uh, mm -hmm. they could say prove we say it's a very very huge uh, violation of our right to inform people okay. um i want to test more about what you know what happened during those 39 hours that ian was under arrest what were they asking her what did they wh why did they arrest her for this long and why what did they want to know you know uh, it's difficult for me to 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 know exactly why uh, and what's the the strategy they are following. But uh, um, during the, the just 99 hours, like uh, more or less two days in jail, we can say uh, mm -hmm. she, she was uh, she was uh, questioned uh, about uh, first first of all about this clause uh, since when she was working uh, with uh, with this clause. Uh, but uh, also question like uh, why she loves and the investigate on uh, arms deal and uh, defense issues. Um, why? Uh, what did she? What did uh, they? What did she do uh, in Egypt? And uh, is it what uh, it was a patient to a nobi to a hobby to be in Egypt? This kind of. Mm -hmm. Uh, of question and then a lot of things yeah, about uh, who, who gave us uh, information uh, many many questions about uh, about uh, who was uh, our sources that's was the and she slept in jail she yeah. just uh, all, all the night uh, in jail uh, in, she was called uh, it was very, very psychologically very difficult. And I, 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 I guess that it's also uh, uh, one uh, part of the strategy is to to say to Ariane, but to all the journalists in France, we can do that. So be careful with uh, what you have and what and what you do with information you get. So um, it's like a, a kind of signal for all the profession in France. So do you think, yeah, so you think this is an attempt to intimidate journalists in France more widely at investigating? Uh, for sure. For sure, for me, it's uh, it's uh, it's the goal. It's to intimidate the, the journalists in France. Okay. And the issue is mainly with uh, the defense sector and these uh, and, and, and these issues of arms deals, uh, which you're underlying with part. Okay. Um, yeah, I wanted just to ask, like, at the end, what do you think can, should change in France in terms of uh, source protection? Because I understand this is the main issue, right? Uh, what uh, what what needs to be changed in the laws for this to stop? Uh, one point for us is to 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 
to put out the the this this uh, crime of uh, violation of defense secrecy uh, when we do it in responsibility as a journalist that it, it's that this crime don't be uh, an, an element to pursue journalists because then if it's in a case they can uh, investigate with a lot of uh, power to find sources mm-hmm. so for me one of the the core of the debate now is to say uh, the the defense secrecy okay but the freedom of press it's stronger now in particular case when we don't do uh, things uh, putting in uh, in insecurity uh, military agents or things like that okay um and do you so you, you said that the you think the situation is getting worse right now and uh, with this with the use of this uh, can you compare it to the past like in the past there was more easy for you to publish uh, investigations like this and there were less issues or um i would say that uh, it's uh it's basically it's uh yeah, actually, it's the the. the uh, I mean, we are in a kind of example because uh, this kind of stories with uh, many information uh, classified, it's kind of new uh, in France. Disclose uh, do uh, what we do it we done it's kind of new, but uh, there is many many uh, investigation or convocation of journalists by uh, this type of services uh, the DGSC the 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 domestic intelligence yes. service and that is very new and since Emmanuel Macron uh, I, I don't know there is more than nine or ten uh, convocation by these services and it's very new and uh, and it wasn't it wasn't the case before. So before, the freedom of pre- press was more uh, established as uh, uh, things we don't touch. Okay, but so the, like journalists were not uh, asked to convocate it to never, never ever before uh, to, to 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 2019. And the point is to reveal the sources of the journalists. Each time of this convocation is intimidation of journalists. Don't don't go on this kind of topics. And uh, who are the the people informing? Okay. All right. Thanks. I think that's all the questions I had about the case. If there's anything else you want to add at the end about what's going to happen next, uh, what do you want to, uh, what, what what's going to happen to Aria now? Because you said that she's going to go to a, ju- a judge today. Um, yeah. No. Uh, Aria, uh, for the the next days and but uh, weeks, uh, we will be very focused and concentrated on this uh, element with uh, the the secret defense uh, versus freedom of press and it will be for us a, a very important uh, legal and democratic uh, fight uh, and Ariane now she's waiting uh, to know if uh, she will be pursued or not by uh, by justice uh, but we don't we don't know more at this time Thanks for listening to this episode of the MFR in Focus. For more in-depth podcast episodes about the state of press freedom in Europe, 
visit the MFRR website or search MFRR in focus on your podcast apps. The MFRR is co-funded by the European Commission. For more MFRR monitoring, advocacy and reports, visit the mfrr.eu website.